Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Space trash. Trash in space. Space trash. Lifestyles, the rich and Uranus. Space trash. Celebrities, they're trash. But the astrology can help us understand. Transmission incoming. <laughs> Greetings, Trashlings, and welcome back to our coverage of Paris Hilton's memoir on space trash. Lifestyles of the rich and Uranus. And I'm Sarah Armour. And I'm Molly Malshine. And let's just get right back into it. Yes. She wonders if she had been diagnosed with ADHD earlier, like how it would have affected her life. And she says... It doesn't authorize you to turn your family inside out or endanger yourself. And I'm not offering it as an excuse, but I wonder like how it would be different. So, well, I mean, I was an ADD kid who was super duper supported by my parents. And like, as a result, I wasn't really that rebellious. I was the class president and the lead in the play and the dance captain and whatever. And like, I mean, I'm really lucky in that way where I was always celebrated for being different in the ways that I was and for being who I was. But I mean, my father also was a stay-at-home dad. Like I had two parents at home that, that did nothing but parent for their passion. And therefore I had a lot of confidence and didn't need to rebel. Yeah. See, I was undiagnosed and I just got called lazy all the time by every right. adult in my life. Like, right. why are you so lazy? Why can't you do the work? So right. and that's now why that's the, that's the voice in your head when you're like, ugh, I only did a thousand things today. Why am I unproductive? And it's like, you're really productive. Yeah. Like, but it comes with you, you know, like, yeah, I get that. It's very bad. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes. So Jen, she says she's making a real effort to understand what the situation was like for her parents, which is really big of her. I mean, you know, it's like, it's hard to think. And she well, says, yeah, I, I, that's what I'm saying. I, if I were Kathy and that was what my child said to the, the, the principal of the fourth freaking school that she's now going to have to enter into again, because she's been kicked out of all of them. I would, I would really be at a loss. Yeah. But, I also, but also though, it might be like, maybe I should pay more attention might be where I went first. But like, I do get where it's like, this sucks. You're right, like, all let's up, kid. chill out on the cocktail galas. And yeah. also like, maybe we can stop at our first hundred million and dad doesn't have to right. work 12 hours, you know? Right, like, right, 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 right. Yes. Yeah. Like the, that would be. The but priorities also, are just a little bit askew. Yeah. But also it's the nineties. I mean, it's they're boomers, these parents. It's hard for I mean, we're so much more emotionally aware now and we talk about things so much more than they did. Like for them, it was just like, okay, your kid's a good kid or they're a bad kid. And if they're a bad right. kid, you have to whoop their butt, even if not physically, like mentally, you have to just discipline them until they act the way you want them to act. So like I mean, it's really again easy to Monday morning quarterback someone else's right. parenting from the nineties. Totally. But this is a really good point that I never thought of. She said, "Is in the nineteen nineties, Mari Povich and Sally Jesse Raphael legitimized CEDU. CEDU. That's we're going to call it CEDU. It's very stupid name, but that's what it is. All these schools, they're called. It's the CEDU organization. Uh, legitimized CEDU and made bank off wild teen episodes featuring kids, mostly pretty girls, Whoa. which is a huge point. Wait, yeah." Sent off to boot camps and boarding schools for tough love. 
Later, Dr. Phil got on board, loved the Dr. Phil slander, including yep. video of the violent transport of a teenage boy who was dragged out of bed by dudes three times his size, the same way I was. So she's getting into C-Do now, which I don't think we need to go too deep on because it's so depressing and horrific. But um, I never thought of the fact that it was even being legitimized by like salacious daytime television. Well, and how fucking, so I actually, okay, so this is also the difference between, you know, the moon, moon in the third house or the second, whatever your moon's in, my moon's in the eighth house. I'm a creep. I did a deep dive on the, I've watched like four docs now on the whole organization um, and how the whole CG program got started. And it, what's really, I mean, it's, it's sort of like, like everything else, like, like every other cult, the way that they, what the way that they started is very different than what they became. And then what they became was protected because they specifically brought in, it's almost like Scientology, which also isn't the kid program at Scientology also so you do, but anyway, no, it's Sea Org. Oh, Sea Org. Lol, lol. But it's yeah. like, uh, but it's like, they, they do that thing where it's like, we bring in certain, like they partnered with the like Venice beach sheriff. Like when it first started, like they partnered with the Venice beach sheriff's office and they partnered with, it's like with Murdoch shit. They got powerful. They got, they convinced everybody to give them all their money. And then they made relationships with people that they were then getting a kickback for supporting these organizations and being just sold something that like, I, I assure you that Mari Povich and Sally, Jesse, Raphael never spent one minute. They didn't know what right. they were doing. Like, right. And also and I think that we're seeing the beginning of the televising of us actually as adults, showing our cards in where we really don't mean to which is actually to say like yeah fuck the kids that that's why this is the that was the beginning of end times and now we're here where we're like actually let's just sell our kids it's like right it's like the what do boomers hate more than anything bad kids bratty kids entitled kids like what do they because they didn't have the opportunity to be that it was like a different generation so they're like like, in my day i walked i walked barefoot to school you don't even get it my dad was in the war and it's like all right right, just fucking yeah, they did do that. They did do all of it. They were all, they had more teen moms than we do as a generation. Yeah. So literally. fuck off. But so like they, I mean, all these boomers who are, have it drilled into them that bad kids are bad and need discipline. Like this is the most perfect crime you could ever think of to start a school catering to concerned parents where the victims are the most vulnerable people who no one trusts in the world. It's like, the same reason why people get away with like inmate rape and things right, like that. It's right. Like, pr- these kids are kind of functioning as inmates, prisoners. They they literally are. No, no, they they're have, not kind of. They literally are. Yeah, you're assuming that. Well, they're not literally because they're not literally inmates. Because, but in a way though, like this is almost like just being imprisoned by your parents. Like it's basically like yeah, figuratively. Exactly. Like, like Paris was arrested. Like, yeah. So like and, and like and like sentenced to this fake program. Yeah, exactly. But she's still not a prisoner. She's being like, they're paying to her parents. They're paying, paying to, to keep her a prisoner. Yeah. yeah. So it's just like horrific. Yeah, they're they're horrific. functioning in the same way that prisoners function right. because they have an assumed track record of violence and discord in their wake. Like even when the cops are being sent to pick up Paris every time she makes it out of there the all you have to say to the cops is it's an escaped kid from a sea school and they're like say no more i'll right. assume she's a, a bad kid bag. yeah and like she belongs there and like no matter how much begging she does it doesn't matter like it that's why it is the perfect crime to start the, yeah it literally school. is it's yeah like sickening it's the perfect crime and it's also um 
I don't know. I guess again, that this is where I was struck and maybe this is redundant. And yeah, like if you want to read the book, read the book. It really is like very, very dark, but I was surprised at how grip, like I, I felt that reading about her experience was much more powerful than the weird animation in the documentary. I just like, didn't even watch the documentary. It's really, oh really? It's, 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 I mean, reading the book, you don't need to, but like the documentary sort of like, it's her like describing what she went through and they have this like weird like animation of like her like running through the woods, like whatever. And it's a little bit like, you kind of get distracted by like, who animated this? Why did Paris have like a better animator, you know, or whatever. Yeah. Whereas like reading it from the perspective of like uh, written as a memoir I I was gripped I was shocked that I was surprised by what I was reading because I had watched the documentary but like it 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 was horrific and she is brave like you I would have died in there before I snuck out of windows and ran alone through the forest hoping just to with no shoes on like holy shit like yeah what I would a have crumpled spirit. immediately like, I would immediately. have just I would have fallen apart immediately like the yeah it is tenacious this was really annoying to me the state of Alaska spent more than 31 million dollars in Medicaid funds to send 511 kids to facilities in Utah between 1999 oh. and 2005 an oh. average of 60 grand per child you could have sent those kids to Harvard you could have sent those money. kids to juvie and that's tax money. That's our tax dollars are funding this. So like, bad. It's so fucking bad. It's so like just the way that you can you can come up with a system like this and get everything from the local police department to the federal government on board. No questions asked. Yeah, it's it's um, and it really does just ultimately come down to like money and power and whoever has the money has the power and really nobody wants to think more deeply than that and yeah it's like really fucked up it's yeah it's 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 really like and kids don't ever have the power so that's why kids are like the most but that's why right that's right exactly because exactly don't have the power they can't do anything they can't vote they can't like i mean and voting wouldn't solve it either but it's just they're the least valuable group to the government by a long shot they cost money so what's interesting too is like this whole idea of because like there are people too that will talk about prison also being a place where like people can be rehabilitated and this idea of like rehabilitation which I do believe is possible whether it's through AA or or sobriety or or um discipline like for some the military for, for some, some people, people right, it's not. right there's no across the board but it's not yes or no I guess is what I'm saying but what's interesting to me is the the whole CDU program's origins this all started side note when Saturn was in Pisces in the 60s when Saturn has just moved back into Pisces now and what are we talking about Pisces Saturn and Pisces like dissolution of boundaries abuse like medication medicating like escapism right it's all kind of that is what the Saturn and Pisces sort of eras are about and it's interesting that it's coming back around because this is a Saturn return of a, some kind for this organization. But it all started with AA and a guy who took kind of what he got out of AA and was like, I'll do my own AA. And over the course of time, like it didn't actually start as violent. It actually started as sort of like a uh, like a hippie communist like thing but on the beach. sort of still culty. Completely culty, but, but like, it wasn't like- benign cult. It, well, it's like the same thing. I think Paris might've said it in the book or maybe I heard it in one of the docs, but it was basically saying like, yeah, Jonestown didn't start as like, as like a murder massacre cult either. It's like- Right. So it's the same way thing. people end up in abusive relationships yes. who you otherwise would think are- the worst word you could possibly use in a conversation about right. abuse, strong. It's right. like, no, it's right. like everyone's strong. It doesn't matter if you're strong or weak. It's because you're getting psychologically manipulated 
like Paris Hilton's parents were psychologically manipulated into thinking right. that this was a good idea by the people that run the school, yep. by Mari and Sally Jesse Raphael, who also were psychologically manipulated into thinking that this was a great topic to be talking about and that this was helping kids. Like For the ratings, though, I don't know. I, I have a hard time believe. I don't know. I think that they weren't trying to help kids. I think they were trying to help parents because the parents have the checkbooks and I think Mari and Sally, no, but Mari and Sally Jesse don't care about that. They just are like, they're just like, what's going to get ratings? Yeah, exactly. But also, like, they're not going to do something that they believe is harming people. I mean, they're not going to cover, they're not going to do that. No one does that, especially not Mari. Mari actually does have a moral compass. Like, yeah, they would have had. Did he ever speak on it? I wonder if any of them have ever spoken on, but actually, no, Dr. Phil, isn't this the same? Didn't he try to send like bad Bobby? (laughs) Didn't, wasn't this whole thing with Danielle Bergoli, Cash Me Outside? He was like, either you can come with me to my special bad girl facility in Utah, or we're going to send you to jail. Yeah, him, I I think he's a warped He's not so. He's really off, yeah. yeah. But I think Mari is a pretty decent person. And I think like, this is, like I said, boomers just, they're terrified of kids that behave. They think it's- they think that you're setting yourself on a terrible path and you're going to become a burden on society if you misbehave. So like, that's why this was of interest to that audience. And yeah. like, today it would be- I'm also thinking about it too, because they're, talk- well, they're talking to the at-home, like the mother's at-home audience too. Like specifically, this is the field, like daytime television was for the the parents that were at yeah. home. So it's like Armari and Sally Jesse preying on fear. Yeah, but they're, and they know that a little bit to an extent. And I'm sure they feel guilty about that. But like- they're not going to put on their television show something that they think is genuinely hurting people, if only because of the like legal. Yeah, um, yeah, true. You know? So, but that's what I'm saying is like they had to get manipulated into thinking this was a cool story yeah. to share. Yeah. And like, it's just like the psychological manipulation that's going on at every level. It's yeah. because you have these are predatory people that are running these schools. And they know what the fuck they're doing, right? Like, exactly. I just want to say, so I know I've always been sort of attracted to Mar. He's one of the only Jewish men that I'm attracted to. I know he's kind of, he's, like he's kind of hot. I'm attracted to a lot of Jewish men, but he, yeah, he's really, he's kind of hot. There's something like transcendent about him. I think he's, he's a really, Capricorn. It's funny because he's manly, but he's chatty. Right? No, it's like I, a Sandy Cohen. He's like a Sandy Cohen kind of yeah. like. Yeah. Yeah. And actually, side he's also who I'm also attracted to like a little bit like Michael Cohen. Michael Cohen, the, the Trump general? No, the Trump, uh, the Trump, the whistleblower. Yeah, wasn't he the attorney general? Oh God, oh. now we're gonna embarrass. Oh, we have no ourselves. idea. We have no Let's idea. Not. Let's get instead onto the next topic, which happens to be coincidentally Bimbo Summit. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Bimbo Summit 2023 at the Space Trash yes. HQ. So, somehow Paris goes goes on an aside while she's talking about the Sea Do stuff, <laughs> where she talks about the bimbo summit and she's not embarrassed by it. She says, I didn't love the wording, but my bangs looked super cute. How often could you nail that? Really? Bangs are tricky. The pap was right. It was an instant classic. And she says, like people were talking about the 15th anniversary of the Holy Trinity. I looked at the photo and laughed. We looked like Charlie's angels. So I For anybody that doesn't know that we're it. talking specifically about those photos that came out of Paris, Lindsay and Brittany after clubbing one night looking disheveled. All- oh my god tore up from the floor up i mean they real were, yeah gnarly tough night fucked tough it's night but it was picture. helpful knowing, like in the story that she tells i i actually loved it because i was like oh they had just snuck out a window and like the reason that their skirts were all like pushed up is because they were in dresses sneaking out a window yeah it's funny but they're also definitely crunk oh my god their pupils are the size of dinner plates yeah they, they are i mean Brittany has never looked worse yeah 
That yeah, was yeah, actually, yeah. that's the only time Britney's look worse than she does now. Yeah. <laughs> we love you, Britney. We hope you're okay. We do. Like, I mean, you we know you're then. not, you didn't know look you're not then. okay. Like hashtag free Britney for real. For real though. Yeah. Like what is going on? Did not happen. So, but then she says, I, and this is only the parts I highlighted. So I'm leaving out what led to this, but yes. this annoyed me. I understand why the media wanted to pit us against each other. It sold papers. It generated clicks. And once again, I have to say to you, fire crotch dumpster, a uh, garbage bag full of cottage cheese, Paris, you were pitting yourself against the other girls. Well, but I think that's were. the game. That's like the game Paris plays really well, which is just sort of like almost shamelessly like like call out the game that's being played and then like maybe she's gonna leave it out in you know ownership of this but it's like then she's like well that's like like okay if that's the game I get it and I'll play is actually what she's saying I I think she's like okay I get it you sell papers and like oops I I said all this mean shit like it's like it's helping all of us. We, we all but need the press. Bl- you're giving her too much credit. She's blaming the media. She says the media wanted to right, pit us right. against each other. Like, right. please, yeah, the yeah, media yeah. didn't even have to do a damn thing. Right. Like, okay, Hillary Duff versus Lindsay Lohan. Yeah, okay. I'll yeah, take, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll listen to the the case for that being a media invention. But right, it's like, well, they literally never met actually, other than the yeah, one Disney, but the Disney like, networking event where they were all just being like, you know, roofied or something. But it's like, other than that, they literally were not in the same scene. Right. But like, Paris was actively sniping at people publicly all the time so yeah. it's it's yeah. just like just own it it's okay you were young you didn't know how else to remain famous you were raised by a lineage of women with evil streaks like it's we get it we love you anyway you well know? And i also think that's now that you say it like i love that sentence about the bangs and i just thought again like what a funny person should be able to kind of like and i do think that's what years of being in like you know abuse camp kind of teaches you which is like how do i just like focus on one sort of good thing instead of the bad thing but i will also say something she's not saying is like yeah those pictures like iconic she's the only one that looks even remotely acceptable her bangs are the star of the shot and the other two look haggard yeah (laughs) and i mean there were some people who were saying at the time like why is she parading around like paris always seemed clear-headed in every photo and like kind of like weekend at Bernie and Brittany around weekend after weekend, you know, <laughs> it was like, well, that's the other thing. There was a little right. bit of exploitation going on there. You could maybe argue. So I was going to ask you about that because the thing is, is like, we're not talking about Brittany and Paris being friends. Like while Brittany was with Justin and like, while she was the queen of pop, we're talking about them being friends when Brittany was very clearly being in crisis in crisis. Yeah. And that's and, how it always has been. And like, even she opens up the book at Britney's wedding. and Which it's I like, don't think was a, that was like, she's using Britney here too. Right, exactly. She's like, look, I'm a trustworthy person. I've been friends with this woman for 20 years. And it's like, friends with who? Like, right, right, what? Right, right. What do you mean? Like, Britney is- Britney's been relatively unconscious for as long as they've allowed her to- or as long as they've tried, like, like, what am I trying to say? Like, as long as Paris has known her, really. Right, right. And it's like, yeah, I'm sure she's really sweet when you hung out. And I'm sure like, it's, it's really fun, but like, this is not the character witness that you think it is. It's like nothing against Britney. It's just, you're leaving out a huge thing, which is like, how much agency did Britney have at the time that she was partying with Paris? How much agency did she have at her own wedding? Like there, the new theory is that like Sam Asghari is an insane. I know, you know, I know, so I know that like, I said, I don't think he is, but now as time goes by, I'm a little bit like, Molly might've been right. Like, like it's not my theory, but it's a theory that I didn't, 
want to believe before I do give people the benefit of the doubt. And now I'm a little bit like, because all this shit with the wedding too, and that comes out about it is like, she's like, who was even there? And it's like, what? Like, what do you mean? Who was even there? And like, also that weird thing that happened recently where like Paris and Brittany were like out together. And then Paris was like, yeah, we had so much fun. And then Brittany was like, I haven't seen Paris in years. And it's like, what is going on? Yeah. Like what the fuck? It's weird. I don't know. Like genuinely weird. Yeah, like if you need to hang your hat on a long-term friendship, let's go back to the Nicole Richie drawing board, maybe, you know? You, well, you know why I think she's doing it? Because I think Paris continues to draw parallels between Britney's conservatorship and losing her power and then what the camps that Paris was sent to. Like, I feel like she's trying to say, like, like Britney was like a warning story for me on some level. Or like Britney yeah, was that you know, I do get. That parallel is which really, I get actually really what I think she was doing, yeah. Yeah, she brings that up a couple times. Yeah. yeah. But I think it's, yeah, separate from the just, we're gals being gals. It literally is. was not being a gal in those pictures. She was being. She was comatose. She was walking comatose. Zombie. (laughs) Gals being comatose. Yeah. Yeah. Well, even like too, like the story that they told, it's like Brittany like was afraid to like climb out the window. And I was like, you got this girl. And it's like, I almost just pictured them like throwing like a like a body dummy like like just, <laughs> you know what I mean it's like like literally Lindsay caught her right. like Paris like took her by the legs threw her limp body out the window and they were like okay now use your legs and she's like, and like, like just like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> literally right like it's oh, like poor Brittany I love poor Brittany like now so she, now yeah, I love Brittany we I love so much love for you babe I'm we're so sorry right like all of this is just to say Paris is leaving out a huge chunk of the equation which is like right. who's who's in the driver your best driver's friend is seat. actually the if this is true your best friend is the ultimate abuse victim yeah like we okay give us the tea on that like what's going right. on but anyway right. okay now we get to this really great passage that I highlighted because this is the spot where Paris Hilton is more in touch than Prince Harry. And I yeah. really love this. She's talking about how- Princess it, it, Paris. Yeah, it annoyed her that um that the paparazzi, well, it didn't annoy her, but she says, somebody else bought a house with one of those pictures. Somebody put his kids right. in college. I understand what motivated them. I have a harder time understanding what motivated everyone who piled onto that headline with nothing to gain but the brittle satisfaction of a bully. And it's like, okay, well- I love that you understand why the paparazzi are there. And I have so much respect for that. The reason why people are making headlines, making fun of you is because we're all broke and we have to work for a living and we're jealous of your money. Like, that's it. Right. It's really not that personal. Like, it's not a bully when the person you're talking about, the front page editor who came up with that is making like, if they're making a hundred grand a year, I'd be shocked. Nobody made that much money off of the photos. Like, Every she's right. Everybody got a shot, so it wasn't actually that. Like, if if there was only one photographer there and they got the shot, it would have been a million dollar photograph. Yeah, which she's like, there's actually captured. She's like, I love that it's captured from every single angle. Like, like it's like, yeah, yeah, it's the 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 shots weren't that valuable. There were thousands. Yeah, the thing. Well, she's not talking about the photos. She doesn't mind that they made money off the photos. She's talking about the headline bimbo summit. That's what she's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the thing is, like, the, it's a, it's just a, it's just not, it's just a good line. It's a headline. It's, it's just reflecting it's what the line. people would, and, it's reflecting what the people would be like. Oh my god. Yeah, and it's sexist and it's yeah. mean. But like, yeah. we were living in a sexist, mean society, then, and things yeah. that we look at today that don't phase us are going to horrify us in twenty years. You Absolutely. know, absolutely. But like, I, I think to her credit, she doesn't dwell on that. But the thing that 
annoys me and what I always say about celebrities who use the word bullying is you need to look up the definition of the word because it's when someone of high status repeatedly picks on someone of low status. Wow. So like Paris is the highest. Yeah, she's status. actually unbullyable. Yeah, she's the highest status person. That doesn't mean that she's Teflon. That doesn't mean that sure. that she's not allowed to have her feelings hurt. A hundred percent. I can understand why her feelings would be hurt for that headline. And it was sexist and it wasn't a nice headline. But well, and I think Paris's whole thing though from the beginning is like there is a little bit of a now that she's like coming out with her true self, I think she wants everyone to know she's smart. Yeah. And I get why you would want it. It's just, it's just not bullying. It's like words have meanings and celebrities shut up about bullying. Criticism. Also, wait, hold on, hold on. I just, sure. just occurred to me. Something just occurred to me. Holy shit. Holy shit. Holy shit. Paris, wasn't the whole premise of the simple life that you were like, wasn't bimbo the part that she chose to play overtly? Yeah. Well, I mean, part of that is because it's the the, the role people cast her in. But either anyway, way, but it's like, like you can't, that same thing though. It's like, it's a little bit like, you can't call me a bimbo. I'll just be a bimbo and call myself a bimbo, even though I'm not. It's like, yeah, pick your, like she, that was her persona. It's not like, and it'd be one thing if she actually was stupid and it would be really mean. But if you're like, I'm going to go pretend I've never heard of a mop. And yeah. then like, don't call me a bimbo. It's like your whole show is you are a bimbo. What do you mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's you're just, calling it a reality show. So like, like you're, that's your PR. Yeah, that's such a good It's meaner point. for Lindsay and Brittany, who's just like a bona fide actor and a bona fide uh, singer from two literally poor working class families who had these, Lindsay and Brittany are more likely friends, but Paris was with two girls who were supporting their families. Yeah, that's so true. And, and she is the highest status person in that photo, just by virtue of that alone. It's yeah, like, the bangs are a nice sort of like, a, a, you know, the outside, what am I trying to say? Like um, externalization of the, the, the bangs are everything because it's like, she's actually yeah. fine here and they're and it's not. like so Aquarius of her to be, I mean, I think she did have a lot of fun kind of pulling the cogs of young Hollywood at that time and just Definitely. being like, Pulling the levers. You don't pull cogs. Sorry. <laughs> but like just being like, okay, I'm going to set up a fight between these two and then I'm going to fight this girl. And now I'm not going to drink too much tonight because I know that since Paris and Lindsay are, or since Brittany and Lindsay are here, there's going to be a million paparazzi outside. So I'm going to look sure good. We, we all leave together. I'm going to look good. Like, you know, yeah, she's, she's totally, Aquarius. Yeah, man. You know, she was masterminding. Doing so it's like, okay, it's just, the and then same. also I bet justifying it to the girls, like, let's just like in the same way that she's like, Nicole, let's go pretend to be dum-dums. She could be like, you guys, let's pretend to fight. Like, I think that she would in this. It's really I don't think really- she would say that to them. I think she's pretending to fight, but I think they're taking the bait. Oh, don't you think like, I don't, I don't think know. She- I don't know. It's, I because don't know. Other girls have real careers to protect. Yeah, they really like, do. Yeah. Their real thing is and families. Insane. They are paying their parents bills. Yeah. And they don't need this shit. They don't need this publicity. Paris does. So like, right. Right. They actually dynamic. have big work that takes a lot of effort and right. focus and-, and time. Right. Right. And these are right. two girls with legit substance abuse issues who are just being paraded around town and having their like drunken behavior right. on display while Paris is just like building her. Pro- oh man. It's not nice. It's not nice. But, but I do think in a way it's also like, right. She is a little bit like selfish, but also like she, she is sort of detached. Like she's I don't detached, think she's thinking sure. of it like that. I think she's like, this is the life. Yeah. And that's her product. Her product is buzz and publicity and like, yeah to the detriment of Paris and Brittany or Lindsay and Brittany. I mean, look at the three people in that photo who came out on top. Right. You know, like, yeah. Bummer. And who is still talking about the. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Friendships, not Lindsay and not Brittany. I know. She's like what still sort that? of using them. What? Because, because I think that like she knows Paris is. I mean, she's like... Amari in her own right where it's like she's sort of like this is what people want to know like when when the bimbo summit came up in the book I was literally like yes yeah <laughs> like you know like she really is fucking smart man and like she really knows what we want to what the consumer like she knows that we all were there for that and her audience who's us now is like we remember that it's like it's like nostalgia in like the juiciest gossipiest way yeah and now okay this she she lays out she says these people are my family and i'm grateful i can't regret my party years puffy nicole i know wait puffy was let puffy the being the list. star is hilarious i was like puffy. I <laughs> let me do the whole list puffy nicole richie kim kardashian britney spears snoop dog snoop dog snoop Nikki her sister farrah brooke and whitney her cousins and then she says looking at you allison and jen i don't know who they are i guess they're civilians so like <laughs> I, I don't know. What's the point of bringing up all these people? I guess it's like, I mean, pulling in Puffy and Snoop legitimizes She's her. like, I like all kinds of people. And it, and it's just like- Two civilians, two black people, and we were all good. Yeah, that's true too. And Kim Kardashian, like, I don't know. I thought she was over Kim Kardashian. They didn't seem to be on good terms for a very long time. Like They do now though. Yeah, now they do. But yeah, so she's giving this whole litany of people. And I wonder if part of it was a little bit of a big Kathy trait moment where she's like, I have dirt on all of you. Don't forget. Our oh my God. Years. I didn't even think of that. Oh, <gasps> whoa. Right. Saying like, hey, for the record, right. This member the crew. And like, look how big my voice is now. Yeah, exactly. Support so my book. <laughs> back in Sea-Do, she escapes again. She's in the Bay Area. Um, she gets this was I could not the girl believe this. are we on to are we on to Amber no she gets arrested by oh, a yeah, bicycle yeah. cop oh yeah oh no no the, that was incredible yes yes he put handcuffs on me got on his bike and made me run behind him all the way to the police station I cannot what a small dick a idiot what if a couple asshole. blocks but come on fuck you bicycle cop fuck you and your hideous shorts and the lame-ass gel seat you rode in no on. That it's is that's so horrific funny. that's that's so funny it's so fucked up and it's like yeah, that shocked me. That shot. Yeah, the yeah. running, having to run behind a bike cop when you're actually like a homeless teen is like, 
Yeah. And, and now having said like, she's unbullyable because she's so high status. Well, the status knowing, has shifted. That's the whole point of these CDU programs. Right. Knowing that she went through that, it's like, okay, I can see where she forgets her status sometimes, but like then at other times she's like, I'm a Hilton. So it's well, like, but no, but that's the whole point though. It's that she, it's, a, it's that she, the whole point of the CDU program is to forget that you have any status. And so I think when she's going like, I'm a Hilton, I'm a Hilton. It's actually the like inner reserves like it's the last, it's like, even though your car's on empty, there's like still 2.25, a little bit of gas. Like you're not going to run out right this second. I feel like being a Hilton is like what she had to keep going back to because yeah, she did have to run behind a fucking bike cop. And like, I mean, yeah, yeah. It, it is horrific what she went through and they beat her the fuck down. Another time she escapes. Oh, this was a good quote that explains a lot. Money meant hope. Money meant freedom. Someday I decided I'm going to work so hard and make so much money, like a million dollars. And then I'll be safe and trust, fuck trusting anyone ever again. So I have to say that was one of the lines that like brought me back to like my senses where I was like, oh yeah, you're not doing this because like you're a dumb capitalist who needs money too. It's like, oh, Sarah, like you, you have a business, like act like it. Yeah. It's security. Set yourself free. Like no one's going to protect you. You have to, like, I I felt that this book was genuinely helpful. Yeah. It's the reality. Like we can, the reality doesn't matter, but it's literally, it's real. Please join the Patreon. It would really be helpful. She and this girl mouse. Yeah. Patreon.com slash space trash podcast. She and this girl mouse escape together and they're throwing it out for days on end. And then one day, I can't believe she admitted this. And I give her so much credit for admitting this. I know. I took mouse to Denny's for breakfast. When the bill came, I gave her all my money and said, hang on to this. I need to use the restroom. Mm. Without looking back, I went down a short hallway. And instead of going into the bathroom, I pushed through a door that said employees only and she escapes. So she leaves mouse there because she was going to be picked up by one of her boy toys or something. And the guy was like, I'll come get you. But like, I can't. I can't like save your friend. Now karma's a bitch because the guy actually basically was like, surprise, I'm in with the, the parents her- too. And I mean, the guy did the best thing you could do in that scenario. I mean, I call still- her parents. Would you send her back to the case you do? But but he let her he let her chill at his parents' yeah, 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 mansion yeah. in Connecticut for a week or so and watch TV. Like I think that was the best thing you could do. And then like before she gets her wits about her, where you're actually yeah, yeah. committing a kidnapping, you call her dad. Like I get it. Yeah, I, I, get, I get that it. too. I get and what it's else? how confusing, how fucking confusing for yeah, everybody. Like okay, so now she is back in she I think now she's in Provo, which is the really, really bad one where you're effectively it's like a prison so if you resisted stuff they wanted you to do they would yank your pants down and jam a syringe of like sedative into your butt cheek it's all really really messed up this was a great quote that i loved your reality is totally up for grabs if you don't create your own life someone else will create something based on their own agenda and project that on you don't let them do it. Don't let them tell you that there's something is bigger than your everything. Um, I mean, all of these sound really obvious, these little inspirational no, but, bits. But in the context of what she's talking about, you really get the sense that she was, it's like sometimes all these like cliche things are sort of like cool for the memes, but like who the fuck is actually like using that in their lives? It's like, no, you do get the sense that she really had to, that's what I'm saying. Like she really had to do a lot of self-talk that yeah, allowed and- her to survive. In the context of everything she's saying, you get it. Like it sinks in because this yeah. is the reason I don't like affirmations and like inspirational quotes and make they they make me really want to barf is because like you can, it just, you can't get it intellectually just by like saying the words. Like well, it that's why it I don't in, do but reading her whole story with these little nuggets thrown in. You're like, 
Okay. Right. Right. Like, okay. Well, because like, let's think like as a coach, like I don't do affirmations. That's why like we do clearing exercises and we do like getting out the up- upset stuff and then like pivoting, like just focusing on something else. Because like, yeah, if you feel ugly one day and I am beautiful, nothing makes you feel fucking uglier than saying the thing that, you know what I mean? Like if you're just going to keep reinforcing and lying to yourself about what actually, even if it's wrong, feels like lack, it's just like, yeah, it's just reinforcing how bad you feel. Yeah. I just give her so much credit for the way that she like turned this around for herself. She says, instead of shame, I would, this is also at the part of the book where she's in like solitary confinement sometimes, like naked in solitary confinement. All throughout this process, there's adults staring at her naked body and violating her and doing cavity searches. Like it's completely horrific. It's really bad. He says, instead of shame, I would wrap myself in audacity and I would make so much money and be so successful. No one could ever have control over me again. Fuck trust, fuck entitlement, fuck inheritance. I would never take another dime from my parents. My belongings, my well-being and my body would belong to me and me alone. So here again, like she is like, she's, she's letting us know how this changed her relationship with her parents, even while- And and changed her relationship with money. Yeah, even while at the same time being like, but they did what they did their best. Like right. I, she plays both. I like how she plays both sides of the fence because you would well, because have it's honest. You would have feelings. Yeah. 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 The only thing, this is not a good joke, but just like, I can't help myself. Like I was just oh, thinking God. like provolone cheese, like provo loan. I don't like- think it's even a joke. I think it's just. <laughs> All right. I'm going to, yeah, I'll, I'll be arrested for that. Don't take me to the provolone <laughs> camp. <laughs> Okay, so now is her coup de grace. I mean, this was the one-two punch that just solidifies her as like the G of all Gs. She finally figures out how to hit her father where it hurts. And she, her parents come to like visiting day at Provo, which is such a joke. I can't believe they even have it's, that. It's what so an insult. Sad. What a fucking insult. They make you parade your family around and pretend everything's normal. So she leans in while they're walking out and she says to her dad, if you don't believe me when I tell you this place is fucked up, believe me when I say that I will leave here five seconds after I turn 18, go to the Wall Street Journal and tell them everything, everything. I am not fucking kidding. He drew back, looking a little stunned, but then he squared his jaw and said, Merry Christmas, star. Sick. Yeah. So then, like, just like how convenient to just like, I'm still going to think about it. Yeah. But then magically, I mean, he can't say, fuck, you're right. He has to pretend it's a coincidence that magically my parents came and got me a few weeks before my 18th birthday. Right. And we all left A few together. weeks before my 18th birthday. Right. He's like. Well, because I also think like, I was thinking too, like as a parent, it's a really interesting, it's a really interesting position to put your parent in because it's really smart because basically it's saying like, do you believe them or not? Because if there's nothing really fucked up going on, then mm. you would have nothing to worry about. Yeah, that's so true. So it's if, like, if he there was nothing know. from, yeah, if there was nothing for me to report to the wall street journal, you'd be like, Oh, just shut up. Do that. Do, you're doing, you're done at 18. You're almost done. And then like, you'll have your whole life. I hope you got something out of this prison camp that we sent you to. It was our choice versus yeah. being like, we got to get her out of there before she's 18 because she's going to tell on us. What is there to tell dad? If, if, yeah. you, if you either believe her, or you don't. And if you don't believe her, then keep her there. And if you do believe her, why the fuck was she there again? Oof. Oof. So get true. real Rick. And it's just the best because it's like, why did they send her there? Not really because she was misbehaving, not really because she didn't like school, because she was an embarrassment to them. Right. She and, she, and she was a burden. 
She was she embarrassment. Was a, she wanted them out of the, they, he wanted, they wanted them, right. They wanted her out of the tabloids. Because she was a burden to them, yep. in their image more than anything. It's not right. even the behavior as much as it is the image. So she finally realized it's about the image. Yep. And if I can throw the image back in his face, yep. what's worse than a daughter that skips school, um, a daughter that we sent to prison camp. Literally. So, and I thought it was interesting too, thinking about, sort of the journey of that whole chapter, I think is on some level, like the cultivation of, because I think when they're talking about like her rave years in the early days, and that's what part of the ADD story too, that like, she actually is saying like, I'm a sensory person. And so like, she actually wasn't as like vain as like, she's even with all the things, like even like the way she was like excited that the teacher liked her and that, you know, she, like she knew she was pretty, but like, she still was an insecure kid, you know, like everybody is. Yeah. But like, I think when she was in, uh during these years of like abuse camps not only like she was talking about like I spent those years envisioning like that is like very life coachy work like visualizing that's why affirmations don't work visualizations work Mm. and it's like she spent her years cultivating this inner knowing to survive but I think it's part of what powered her moving forward because yeah you're right when she realized that this is about image and that at the end of the day you can't take that away from her and she will turn 18 and this will be over and she has been actually planting the seeds in her soul to come and fucking take back her image and never no matter what they say and how like I forgive them you never trusted your parents again and you never will yeah Oh yeah. And if you watch the reality show Paris in love, where she documents her wedding planning and her wedding, I mean, you see that you, you see the real Kathy because I don't think the real Kathy knew all of what was going on. I do not think her parents knew everything. I think they knew it was, I think they thought it was inconvenient to actually even think about it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. They were just Paris's trouble. Just finish the program. Yeah. Handle this. But like you see how she's, controlling and she's like really exacting and she is a complete po- I mean, because she's not as good at this game as Paris is oh that's why hunky dory's uh, that's Paris that's her copying her daughter and playing dumb right and still being so dumb that she decided to play dumb at a phrase that every member of her family uses, uses. To the point where my next note is my parents came and got me a few weeks before my birthday. And we all left together as if everything was hunky dory. That is no coincidence. Paris is a fucking G. She knows, she knows that that's, that's for you, mom. And you're lucky yeah. that I gave you the blueprint for how to actually have some fun in your later years. Yeah. Like the woman that, that Kathy Hilton is in Paris. Who is hunky dory? She is in Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Those two women don't even know. Oh my God. Her. Actually, I'm now going to watch. I'm really curious. Yeah. Even this, the, the, the last reunion that she's on for Beverly Hills, she's a different person. She's not the hunky door. Who, who is hunky door? Like, it's just so funny that how bad at it she is when so good at it. Like, you can just tell that like that gene skipped her. Like Kathy did a great job marrying Rick Hilton and securing that legacy for herself. And I do think they genuinely love each other and they have a great marriage. It sounds like they really are, you know, sweethearts. but like, she did not have the big Kathy acumen. No, I think those, I think in a way Paris, like if anything, part of the book, even though the Waldorf, like her parents being in New York thing hurt her a lot. I do think her experience of being with Graham Cracker was actually really healing for them both. Yeah. They need, Graham Cracker wishes any of her daughters had what Paris has. Right. I mean, I think if anyone does, it's Kyle, because we can see 
that Kyle has reverence for her mother. Well, she played the long, she's Capricorn. So right. She played the long game. She was the least successful out of the three kids for the longest time. She was the brunette at a time when being blonde was prized above all. She like, you know, she was kind of the long game is right. Yeah. Yeah. And now she's really, again, she will never be bigger than Kathy in terms of LA society, but like she's got the mic now and she's the pop culture darling of, of the sisters. Like she's got the most clout there. So, well, and she also has the clout of a little bit. I think um, what she has also is like the family, like there's such a, I feel like she's flexing her daughters and her husband in a way that like, like no matter what you want to say about Kathy and Rick Hilton, like Rick Hilton's busy with a bunch of shit to do. And like, we all know Paris is, has had her own journey. It's like what, what, what Kyle's done really well is like, take what her mother taught her, play the long game, but then also create this like idyllic sort of like facade of like the American dream that like nobody else quite right in her family was able to to really um like solidify as their image. And I think she probably takes a lot of self-satisfaction from none of her kids went to rehab none of them got arrested oh yeah oh yeah like all of her we're just family first like we're just such a tight-knit family yeah so like she really did come out smelling the cleanest out of all of them oh yeah um so let's just finish because we're almost done yeah she's she then again genius paris gets it she knows how to play both sides like it's really smart side note you know why because she's a new she's a full moon she is a leo and an Aquarius. She's the whole axis. Oh. That's playing. You see what I'm saying? The opposites are oh, yeah. the same, but it's when you when we talk about playing both sides, those are the two sides. Yeah. So she's, she goes into star a, versus the media. Yeah. She goes into all of these compliments for her family. Mom says they heard the rumors about the other emotional growth boarding schools, but they assumed that that was only at the low rent places. They were playing, paying top dollar. So it must be fine. She's giving her parents outs. She's giving them excuses when we all are reading this book and we all know the truth that they were hands off and wanted to pay someone to deal with their problem child that they were embarrassed of. And when but she threatened she, them, they took her but, out. And when she threatened them, they magically took they her knew. out just early they took her out rick hilton and you know he didn't tell kathy that you know that he just said you know kath i think i think we ought to pick up paris early i think paris is done there yeah you know that's how it went down uh, Leah, let's 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 surprise he might have been, let's surprise her and like really yeah, like yeah, give yeah, her yeah. an early birthday present rick and kathy hilton this is another compliment didn't raise a fragile little faberge egg rich girl they raised they didn't raise badass. anyone actually they didn't raise anyone <laughs> they didn't raise anyone <laughs> <laughs> Seems like you've done okay in the woods by yourself, though, very literally. Right. I could hear, I could, I would be interested in hearing the case that Kathy, little Kathy raised her sisters, Kyle and Kim, because big Kathy was at the bar, but. Over the record, both seem to be pretty fragile. Yeah. Right. So I, but yeah, didn't raise a little Fabergé egg rich girl. They raised a badass who kept fighting, climbing, running. We always, we've actually laughed about it a little. You were like Houdini, mom says. Anywhere we put you, they call and say she's gone and we'd off we'd go again that is a nightmare for a parent just to be fair yeah, very like, scary that's terrifying well yeah so then- I, I do get right where no matter how hands-off they are I mean I think the real issue is not believing and not having a close enough relationship with you because here's the thing of all the things that Paris was doing as a rebellious kid I don't get the sense that she was lying I get the sense that she was like fuck you everybody like she was saying to yeah. the teacher fuck your school it's like she's not someone that's like not like speaking her mind like yeah, I guess that's true. She loves the I mean, paparazzi. Show mom where I am. It's like, like when your kid comes to you and says, I'm being abused and you don't have a close enough relationship with her to either know that she's lying or 
like like the fact that big kathy the fact that little the fact that kathy hilton couldn't connect with her child enough paris did tell them yeah repeatedly repeatedly but they just are coming from that mind that boomer mindset of like bad kids are bad kids and they're liars and they'll do whatever they can to get what they want. Like they but just, then it's just like, you're fucked up because it's like, there's no bad kids or good kids. Like, as you said, yeah. good or bad, there's your kids, there's yeah, your and, kids and you have a responsibility creating a connection with them that actually surpasses language. You actually need to be able to feel your children. Yeah. But they just didn't want to do that. And they just wouldn't give her the benefit of the doubt whatsoever. Cause that's not what people did back then. People yeah. only recently started teaching. I mean, look, childhood as a concept didn't exist until 150 years ago. Like it was not a thing unless you were really rich. The concept of childhood is very new and it's really, really recent that we were like, that we've started to be like, hey, actually like kids have feelings and we kind of have to listen to them because they, they know what's up too. And they understand what's going on. Like that's pretty new. Earth is hell. Yeah. Now here's the (laughs) final ending of the chapter. I refused to accept that I was a worthless piece of garbage, even when a grown man twice my size wrapped his hands around my neck and squeezed off my windpipe, screaming in my face, you are a worthless piece of garbage. I knew it wasn't true. I knew I was a Hilton. So it's just, it's really interesting. This is why when you were like, you can tell she's done the work. I don't think, and and this is not an indictment of her, but she's still coming back. Like, her source of inner strength is her status in the world. Yeah, but isn't, you know? but I think she's not writing from the place of herself. It's similar to Harry. I don't think she's writing from the place of herself now. I think she's writing from the place of I'm 18. I'm now about to enter the world again. And even you though- give people so much credit. It's I like do. So I'm, kind, nice I'm, a, I'm a nice person. I, and I have really good, I guess if anything, I hope you guys all can see that no matter how creepy I am or how many finsters I have, or, you know, however murder, murderous and interest in murder I get- I ultimately I'm all I'm coming from a good place and I expect other people are too yeah of course I mean I don't think she's coming from a bad place and I mean I just think at 18 like I get where that would be like okay look even if everything's fucked up like I think what she's saying is like at least I have this I know yeah it's just funny that like after all of this personal growth that she talks about and like this incredibly moving story like this is the grand finale of the chapter I knew I was at Hilton like it's the final like clincher in a way though it's also kind of like her i could see it kind of also being a clincher in a way that like she's also she's she's correct right and like exactly i kind of always say like you know when people are like don't spoil your kids it's like okay but the most spoiled people i know have the most money because they are they feel entitled to it and they just get it like i i just i mean so like me saying this i'm like yeah in a perfect utopia of inner growth it's I knew I wasn't a worthless piece of garbage because no one's a worthless piece of garbage. Right, 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 right. Where like, the hell does right, that mindset right, get you? Right, yes. Oh, yeah. what a nice thought. That doesn't right. mean- and All those other girls. Well, that's why it took her another fucking 20 years to even come out about it and like help anybody that she like and start her like campaign to like put tape on their mouths or take the tape off their mouths and you know, whatever. Because it's like, but I, but I think, yeah, like at that time, it's why we haven't heard about it this whole time because I think she was like, a little bit like yeah she was a little bit like okay sorry girls but like now I'm back and like I'm going to be okay and it's not we're gonna be okay it's Leo I'm gonna be okay Leo said like I'm gonna be okay I just think it's funny that she kind of she thought it was beneath her good she should think it's beneath her yeah but the reason she thinks it's beneath her is because she's a Hilton not because she has some sort of like inborn dignity because she's a human being but at the same time like who's got 
several hundred mil in the bank. She does, not me. So you know what? Maybe if I had that mindset, I'm a mall shine. Maybe my life would be Like, you know what though? You know know what though? I'll say this. I do actually feel like sometimes that I do feel that way about being Jewish. That's good. I sometimes I'm like, look at the end of the day, like you're still fucking here. You're chosen one. Molly said that, not me, but I feel like I'm not a chosen one. Sometimes you're a mulchine. Right. Which is what? A beach raker. Like my, I know what you're saying though. Yeah. 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 My first instinct is we didn't have that. Yeah. And be like, oh, good for you. You had this really elite, like fucked up old money it's not even that old of money but in the scheme of america it's old money calling well, it's famous cards. money is what it's 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 branded money yeah like you like good for you but well, also, and it's also yeah. like she, when she's talking about like escaping it's like of course not everybody ran away from these things it's like she would just get in a cab when she couldn't be like take me to the nearest hilton it's like well, that's a nice that's lucky Kirk. That's yeah lucky. That, that makes running away maybe a little bit easier yeah i guess the takeaway is like instill in your children that they are better than other people because they'll make <laughs> They're McDade. Yeah, like they'll make it through if they if they really think they're better than other people. Like I, That's I don't know. So that, funny. Right? Like, I mean, objectively, think about the people you know and how they were raised. Yeah, man. The ones that were yeah. raised to yeah. think they are better than everyone else for whatever stupid ass reason, because their family's it's rich. It's money. It's literally money. Yeah, like they end up getting more shit right because well because they don't have to do affirmations i am a worthy person i am worth what my value i am right i'm doing the fucking annette benning i am a good salesperson thing and fucking driving around the car fucking my hoopty whatever but it's like like what they have is like an actual innate sense of like i deserve this because it's what's normal to me right and because it's because my ancestors are better than everyone else's And and which actually just means evil Right, exactly. But that's okay because it's, that's what they think. And then they get to rake it all in. I mean, she believed it and she went out there and made it happen. If she was just a random yeah. broke person with like a school teacher and a cop as parents, she would not have gone out of this hellhole school system she was in and walked immediately onto a red carpet with 20 endorsement deals. Like it's well, because actually, she thinks she's better than us. You didn't. So you, I thought you saw the doc. You didn't see the doc. No. So in the doc, one part of it is that she um, travels to Utah, goes to the place, and then she like collects, like she basically calls all the girls that she was in the beating them camps with and has like a a meetup. And that's where they kind of like form this organization. But when you hear the stories of what all the women went through, it's like, it's a little bit like, like Paris is sitting there like, you know, like you know, and they were all like, we were so proud seeing you on the TV while I was sitting in my fourth rehab. And like, I was living on the street afterwards. And no, like the kids were not okay. Okay. Like no one was okay after. And like, it's like this group of like dumpy, like, you know, dumpy middle-aged women who are like, Paris, we're so proud of you. We know what you went through, but it's like, yeah, they weren't okay. Yeah. Like even if their parents paid for them to be there because they weren't Hilton's and she's right. That is why she was okay. Yeah. Literally because they weren't Hilton's. So, you know what? Like, I, I can't even, I can't even hate on her for understanding the way the world works. He is right. She's okay because she's a Hilton. And she definitely took a really, really shitty situation and continues to prevail despite that. So Prova together. Prova what? Like Prova alone. I guess that's a great place to end on. (laughs) (laughs) Put it in the comments. Do you think Prova alone has legs? Like yeah, Paris running know. away from to get back to Prova family or what? Let us know what direction you should think we should go in with our child abuse institution joke. Just like play on should, words. Do we go lunch meat? 
or take it back to the drawing board. You turkey. <laughs> so, okay, I'm starving. Yeah, me too. We got to go. Thank you guys for listening. Please join the Patreon because honestly, we're not Hiltons and we're all in this Prova together. Patreon.com slash Space Trash Podcast. Space Trash. Trash in space. Space Trash. Lifestyles of the rich and Uranus. Space Trash. Celebrities, they're trash, but the astrology can help us understand. Transmission incoming.